0: Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash, and let's dive into a new episode. Introducing the Brand Insider. The Brand Insider is my customized program in which I work with my team of vetted experts to create personal brands or to rebrand our clients, creating amazing visual content, copy, logos, websites, videos, as well as managing social media accounts and providing information on what the importance of social media actually is and how to use it to grow your engagement and sell without selling. We build brands that stand out and make an impact. Visit my website, www.RobinGrahamPhotography.com and go to the menu item tab that says the brand insider, where you can learn all about personal branding and what we can do together. To help you and your brand soar to new heights in 2020. Allison is an Instagram coach and podcaster. She helps mompreneurs build their Instagram presence through coaching, creative copy, and content. Allison also hosts her podcast, Social Media for Mompreneurs. Each week, the show helps busy moms build their brand online in just minutes a day, even when those minutes are hard to come by. Allison believes social media should be fun and easy, not daunting. And today, listeners, Allison is giving us the lowdown on Instagram. After you listen to this episode, you are going to know what you need to have in your Instagram bio so that you can easily and readily connect with your ideal audience and those that happen to stop at your profile. You're going to know the difference between video tools like Instagram TV and reels and doing lives and so much more. When you're building a personal brand, you really do have to have an online presence. And Allison is so good at giving us the details on how to do that on one of the best platforms. I think probably the best platform in terms of social media because it's fun and it's visual, but That platform is Instagram, and you are going to be able to start building your personal brand very successfully after listening to this episode. Allison Schultz, welcome to the Second Phase Podcast.
1: Hi, Robin. Thanks for
0: having me. Thanks for being here. This is going to be a really fun episode. So for the listener's sake, if you are interested in finding out how Allison arrived at her second phase, you can go back and listen to episode 24. Allison has, since that recording, changed her business up a little bit. She's not doing just stock photography for Instagram anymore. She's now doing so much more and offering so many more services. So without further ado, I'm going to let Allison introduce herself, tell you a little bit about her, but we'll save her entire journey for you to listen to in episode 24.
1: Oh, thanks, Robin, for that sweet intro. But yes, I feel like I'm in like my third or fourth phase. Right, we're always evolving in our business and our life. But my name is Allison Shoals. Some people know me as the Boss Lady in Sweatpants. I'm an Instagram Clarity Coach, and I'm also a podcaster. I am the host of the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, and you know, I really have a passion for creativity and personal branding. And I really just love helping women, especially mompreneurs who are juggling the life of business and kids. I just love helping them grow a presence on Instagram. But not only that, I love doing it in a more relaxed, fun, and easy style. I just think people look at social media and look at Instagram and are just so overwhelmed with all the options and they just feel like, oh, it's not for me or I can't do it. It's too much. I'm not a major influencer. And, you know, I just say, yes, you can do it. And we're just going to break it down into, you know, simple steps and just make it fun. Because really, that is social media. We forget about that first word, social. So,
0: (laughs) Right. That social component means it's supposed to be fun. Right. But it ends up causing so much stress and anxiety for people. You and I were just on the Laura Shipman show doing a panel on the social dilemma, and that Mm kind of takes the social out of it. When you think about the role of artificial intelligence and the things that are thrown at us every single time we go online, plus, not to mention the comparison game and imposter syndrome that can be triggered whenever we're on social media, especially Instagram. I think it's really nice that you do that for people to bring that social component and the fun component back into it, versus always analyzing it and feeling pressure instead of using it as a tool to grow your business.
1: Yeah, you hit it when you said pressure because we're so flooded with so much information out there and everyone has their different perspective or approach on like how to grow a business. So it's shoved down our throats and we feel that we have to do all the things But yet we don't take a step back and look at, well, what do I really want to do and what feels aligned with me? And I think that's what happens is people are just so confused with how to show up on social media and how to show up on Instagram. So they just kind of put the brakes on it and they just stop.
0: So let me ask you this, Allison: why Instagram? Why do you think Instagram is a platform that people should be on to grow a personal brand?
1: Well, two reasons for me, I just love it and I just love the visual aspect of it. But I think it's a great way to build community because I like Facebook on some aspect, but I feel like Instagram, you can make quicker connections with people that you never would have ever connected with in the first place. I think Instagram is how you and I met Robin and we've met Laura that way and a lot Mm -hmm. of other people and I have really connected with some amazing women over the last two years on Instagram. I think there's so much potential with Instagram and I think what people don't understand is people think that when they get on Instagram, they have to follow like a set of rules, and they have to show up in a certain way, according to the social norm or according to the big influencers. And I say no way you show up how you want to show up and use it as a tool to help build your presence. And then when you do that, that's what's going to lead to sales and profits down the road. I think people get on Instagram, they post a few things, put a few things in their stories, and they're like, well, I'm not getting the DMs. I didn't get a sale this week. So Instagram doesn't work. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's, that's not the whole point of it. And I think that's what it is. You have to have intentions when you get on Instagram and the intention should be, I'm here to make connections. I'm here to build a community and I'm here to help. Like, why are you in business in the first place? Yes, at the end of the day, we all want to make money, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: you're doing the business for a reason. And that reason is to help your audience. So that's what needs to happen on Instagram. You need to show up and you know, really care about your audience and serve them in a way that's going to build relationships, friendships, connections that will last for years and years. So I think Instagram does a better job of that versus Facebook. And I'm not on Twitter. I just choose not to be on Twitter. So I know nothing about, you know, the environment on Twitter.
0: Yeah, same. I found Twitter very overwhelming. So I tended to just drift away from it. I'll post my podcast episodes. And that's really it. I don't engage or do anything on that platform. But I do love Instagram. And like you said, it's the visual aspect. I'm such a visual person and you and I have photography in common. And I think that is the allure for me. But the other thing you said is that key to building relationships. And we really can't build a business unless we're building relationships because our community becomes our referral source and our community becomes those people that are our biggest fans and spread the word about us and cheer us on and all of those things. And without that sense of community and without those deep relationships you really can't go far and sometimes it's as simple as those relationships of just patting each other on the back virtually or you know cheering each other on or being that go-to source for additional help or questions or answers that we can't find because The general people that we know haven't experienced it because they're not an online business. So I think if you're in the online business arena, it's key to be there, be on that platform, and grow those relationships. So I love that you said that. Now, I would love to ask you what is the most frequently asked question that you get in regards to Instagram clarity? Because now you're coaching clients and helping them build their Instagram profile so that they can connect with other people and build relationships. So what is the number one question that you get, the number one struggle that your clients have with Instagram?
1: I think the number one question or the number one struggle that women come to me with is, I just don't know what to say, or I don't know what to post. And when I hear that over and over, Earlier in my business, that is why I developed it was called the Boss Lady Insider. And it was a stock photo membership that came with caption templates. And the more that I did that, I started to realize this is just kind of putting a band-aid on a deeper problem. It was like an immediate fix, but it wasn't really solving the root of the problem with that question. That question goes so much deeper these women were saying, I don't know what to post, but what they really meant is I don't know how to show up on Instagram and showcase my brand because I'm flooded with all these other coaches and influencers telling me I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to go live. I need to, you know, do video. I need to show my face. So we're spending so much time watching what other people are doing and we're forgetting about two things, what we really want and who's our ideal audience. And I got sucked into this too. I was following a very well-known female entrepreneur and she was talking about the importance of video. Yes. Video is important. Yes, video can really help you build your authority on Instagram. But I was taking it to the next level, thinking that I had to be perfect on video. I had to have all the equipment and I had to show up constantly. It didn't feel right at the end of the day for me. And I was forgetting my ideal audience, which is busy moms. They don't have time to consume video over and over. They're not going to sit there and watch it. So what happened was during my coaching sessions is we had to take a step back and we had to go over their mindset blocks about what they stand for. I helped them go through what I call like brand pillars or content pillars. And I helped them establish three pillars for their brand, for their business. And it was a simple question. What do you want to be known for? And once they dug deep into what they wanted to be known for and listed those three items, it was so clear for them to see, this is what I want to be known for. So this is the kind of content I'm going to create. And this is what I'm going to put out on Instagram. And I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to put my head down and do it. I'm going to remain consistent. And I'm going to remain confident about what I stand for on Instagram. And that's really how you grow a presence on Instagram.
0: So this is something that I get these questions a lot because when I'm coaching my personal brand clients and helping them build their personal brand and talking about their messaging, we do very similar work. You're just focused on one element, whereas I go much broader in terms of other platforms and everything else. But when we talk about building a personal brand and that, you know, you know, my five C's, I think I talked about them on your show maybe, Mm -hmm. but, you know, clarity, cohesive, consistent, And when we're talking about being consistent, like I always say, because it's like, when you talk about being present, people think I've got to do this every day, seven days a week. And it's so overwhelming. And you know, this year, I have really pulled back, I used to be seven days a week, and I was trying so hard to put so much content out. But it got to the point where I realized I had other priorities. Like my ideal audience isn't necessarily on Instagram. I can reach more people through Facebook. I can reach way more people through number one, my podcast, but number two, Mm -hmm. my email list and my website. And so, you know, that's where I tend to put my effort, but I still have that presence there. Even if it's only three days a week, like, you know, I'm going to show up pretty much Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It may be Monday, Thursday, Friday, but it's three days a week. Is that okay? Like, can people give themselves that grace to only show up three times a week? Or is it at that point, if you're doing that, is it a waste of time?
1: I don't think it's a waste of time at all. And that's what I teach my clients. You have to find what consistency is for you. Define it for yourself. Don't let the rest of the world tell you to be consistent on Instagram. You have to show up seven days a week. No, you don't. Your consistency is how you define it. So if that's only three, four, maybe five days a week, then do it. That's what you're gonna do. You have to feel aligned to it because when it comes to the point where it feels forced, then it's no longer authentic. And then you're not gonna show up excited about your brand or what you represent. And it's just going to come across as stale and almost spammy in a way. You're not going to be you. So, if you're a mom at home and you're juggling the kids and kids are remote learning and you're telling yourself, you know what, I only want to show up four days a week on Instagram in my newsfeed, then do that. And your audience will learn that over time, knowing that you're showing up consistently with your brand pillars, your content categories, you're delivering your message over and over, just tweaked you know, a different way. Your audience will learn that and expect that from you. So yeah, show up how you want to show up. That's how you're going to stand out is you take the reins on Instagram and you make it work for you. You control your Instagram content. Instagram doesn't control your content. That's how I put it. I
0: love that. Yeah. Because I mean, you can really get sucked into that, (laughs) right? You can really get sucked into, oh my gosh, they're doing all this. Well, that means I have to do all this. And then you do let it, a platform control you. And I think that's so unhealthy. Yeah. Okay. So I want to ask you, you've mentioned a couple of times pillars. I want to know what these pillars
1: are. So pillars is just a simple Statement really is: I just ask my clients, what do you want to be known for? Let's come up with three like brand pillars or content pillars. So, for example, okay, my pillars are personal branding. So, I'm gonna somehow show up on Instagram with valuable content surrounding personal branding. My second pillar is helping women grow their presence on Instagram. So, I'm gonna show up with my content on that. And then making social media easy and fun again. So I might be entertaining. I might share a little hack or an app that I use. I take those three brand pillars and I create content surrounded by that. So anytime I'm showing up on Instagram, my message, whatever I'm going to write in my caption, I take a look at it and go, does this point back to one of my three brand pillars? If I answer yes, I'm going to post it.
0: Oh, that's excellent. Okay. I get it now. Okay. So now if you had to give one tip, one recommendation, or if someone just wanted one thing that they could do to build a personal brand on Instagram, what would that one key thing be?
1: Show your face. You absolutely need to show (laughs) your face. So if I'm going to go and stalk your newsfeed, when someone goes to your account, they're going to see those first like nine to twelve tiles, those nine to twelve posts. I better at least see your face in there at least once or twice. I want to know the face behind the brand because, and I think you would agree with with me, Robin. I don't care,
0: Allison. I say the exact same thing <laughs> yeah. every single time. Someone, I'm like, if you are on Instagram and you want to build a relationship or connect with your ideal audience your face better be in at least one of those 9 squares yes. that are going to show up when people hit your feed. So, so I I totally agree. Yeah. Totally and agree.
1: don't worry about like I used to worry about perfection. I was definitely one of those people who wanted like that perfectly curated feed. I wanted all the beautiful branded stock photos and I need all these branding photos and I soon realized that is not I mean that's important. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't always need to be perfectly curated. I always say if you're obsessed with it being so curated and it stops you from posting, then I think you're approaching the platform wrong. Because I think it's important to show your real self and that's how you're going to associate or relate to your ideal audience. My ideal audience is, you know, stay-at-home moms who are juggling kids. I don't think they want to see me perfect in every single picture because then I'm giving off that wrong message. Like, wait a minute. She is a mompreneur and she's building her business from home. But wait a minute. She looks so perfect in her newsfeed. Uh It's not going to be authentic. It's not going to help build your brand. So go ahead and show up messy. Like it's fine. If it's a selfie in your kitchen with your kids hanging off your hip and you're just showing your real life, that's going to be way more relatable to your ideal audience than like the perfectly branded photo. And I love the perfectly branded photos. Don't get me wrong. They're a lot of fun to do. It really can showcase your personality. They're awesome for your website and awesome for your profile picture, but your newsfeed, I think needs to be a mix of like really great photos along with your everyday photos. You can certainly do that.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I used to be the same way. My feed was so structured and so perfect, per se, that it was kind of boring. So, you know, now I'm like, as long as I have my brand colors in the graphics, it's okay. I don't care. And, you know, I think too, like, I've had, like, when I'm a guest on other podcasts, sometimes their graphics don't match my brand colors and they're, you know, they're totally different. And so, you know, sometimes it can really stand out and look funny, but there are ways to get around that because you can create your own graphic for the cover of that post and then do a carousel and have the second one be their graphic. So there are ways to get around it. If you want to adhere to your brand colors. I mean, that's what I do. I think that's what you do. So it ends up working out no matter which way. And plus the carousels, right. It keeps people in your feed longer. So I guess for the algorithm, it makes you look better. I don't know. Well,
1: When you're on Instagram, I think people are there for your message and your value and not so much your visuals. Because if I were to see a photo in your newsfeed, Robin, that was not on brand for you, I would think nothing of it. I wouldn't go, oh, Robin's totally off brand, unfollow. Like, no, I'm there for your message. I'm there for the content and the value that you give me. That's why people are following you on Instagram. They want to know what's in it for them. And that's really key to understand about Instagram. When you show up, your Instagram account is no longer for you. It is for the people who follow you. So you need to make it about them and not about yourself.
0: Yeah, 100%. So, okay. I want to ask you now, the bio, this is a pet peeve of mine. When someone comments or likes or follows or whatever, I'll go to their bio, check them out, see who they are, what they do. And Are they someone that I want to follow back? Are they someone that I feel like, you know, I could learn from? Do I want to build a relationship from them? And I'll get to their bio and there's a business name. There's a logo as the profile picture and it doesn't give their personal name and their bio is sketchy. If that. like, I cannot figure out what they do. I'm going to jump off. Like Mm -hmm. they have not resonated with me. I have no idea what they do, who they are, where they're from and I don't have time to then click on their link to their website. And some of them don't even have that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to spend time researching it. So what are a few tips that you could give related to that? Like just having that bio that immediately grabs attention and connects with your ideal audience.
1: I think you hit it on the head with, we need to make your bio about your ideal audience, because I think a lot of people confuse their Instagram bio. They're like, oh, it's like my business card. Almost like it begins like a business card, but your Instagram bio needs to focus on your audience. Cause when they click on your bio, the first thing in their head, what they're thinking is what's in it for me, what do I get out of following this person? So number one, whatever your username is, like my username is my name, but maybe your username is your podcast Channel, or maybe it's your business name, that's fine. But in the name field, I highly recommend having at least your first name. So we're on a first name basis, and then your title. So I know kind of what you do. Directly underneath that, I think you need to have your brand message, which is your I help statement. And within that statement, it needs to hit three things who's your ideal audience? You need to identify who you're going to help. You need to identify your ideal audience's main pain point. Like we all have different pain points. Your audience may have a lot of pain points, but what's the main pain point? And then what's your solution? I need to know how you're going to solve my problem. So for example, in my bio, I state, I help mompreneurs, so that's my audience, grow an Instagram presence because that's their problem. They don't know how to grow on Instagram. And then I put through coaching, creative copy and content. So they can use emojis like sparingly, but I agree with you, Robin. Sometimes I go to accounts and I see just a list of all this different stuff of everything they do. When you do that, you're actually confusing your audience because then they go, I don't know how you're going to help me. Mm -hmm. So one sentence, how are you going to help them? How are you going to solve their problem? And then make sure you have a link. If you don't have a website. I bet you have a Facebook page, even a Facebook profile, like take them somewhere. If you have a podcast, take them to your podcast, take them to the main hub of your content. It's either your website, your podcast, your YouTube channel, take them somewhere.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's so important. And, you know, I think too, there are tools and I use Linktree. I think you use Linktree, but if you don't have a website, you can at least create like a blog. You can have your Facebook page. You can put multiple other things in a Linktree link. So then you at least have options. Like even if you have a free lead magnet, you know, you can send them to your Mm -hmm. whatever your distribution site is for that. So there's always a way to link them to something else to learn more about you and to get them into your circle of committed audience members, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because Instagram is a tool. You you eventually want to take them somewhere. You're not going to keep them on Instagram forever. You want to take them to your podcast. You want to take them to your website, or you want to take them to your landing page for your freebie, and they sign up for your email. And then now you have them on your email list, and you can stay connected that way. So Instagram is a tool. <laughs> it's not like the end-all be-all to your relationship gateway.
0: Right. Okay. So a couple more questions. One is now there are all these video options, too used to, you could go live and then that live video would stay in your stories for 24 hours. Now you do a live video and it's like gone. (laughs) And you can either download it to your phone and maybe repurpose it, or you can save it to Instagram TV. So we have live videos that ultimately are probably going to go to Instagram TV, maybe to your feed if you repurpose the video. And then there's reels. And I know you've done posts about this. I think you did a podcast episode on this. If you were to guide someone who was trying to build their personal brand on Instagram, what would you say about those three options for video? Which do you recommend? Because like you said earlier, video isn't for everyone. Not everyone feels comfortable with video. Some people have audiences who aren't going to necessarily watch video, but the algorithm says we need to do video. So what are your thoughts on which video tool we should be using?
1: Number one, I think you should be showing up on video, showing your face in your Instagram stories first, because right now Instagram stories is so effective. It's so popular that that is the number one spot. And I always tell people to start with that because they're a little nervous about showing up on video. But here's the thing. Instagram stories is only there for 24 hours. So it's over and done. Show up on Instagram stories just to share a quick tip share a quick story, be entertaining, just show off your personality. So when someone gets comfortable showing their face on Instagram stories, then I encourage them to try out, they can decide either IGTV or Reels. And I always say record outside of the platform Don't record inside Instagram because you're going to get nervous. You're going to stumble. So just use your phone, your camera phone, record a video. And then I always say, put it into an easy app like InShot. It's so easy to trim it down to the 15 seconds that's required for Reels or maybe for IGTV when you're just starting out. Two to three minutes is fine choose something that you're super good at, that you're super passionate about and teach. I always say, use IGTV to build brand authority and just choose something that you can teach in two to three steps. It's just you and that person. And when you're talking to your camera phone, pretend that you're talking to one person. You're not talking to a mass audience. You're just taught like I'm talking to Robin right now. So I would just look at my camera phone and just pretend it's Robin. And I'd be like, And I would just say what I have to say and end it. And then you can go on Instagram and upload it as an IGTV. I think that helps people get really comfortable showing up on video when they're not filming it or recording it within that specific app. When they're doing it on their own time and they're just using their camera phone, that you have a tendency to relax and your real personality just kind of comes out. And to this day, when I do my Instagram reels or IGTV, I don't record in the app. I record on my camera phone because I like to batch my stuff on all in one day.
0: <laughs> that's so important too, Allison, to do that because when I go live on Instagram, then you have, and even in Facebook, my Facebook group isn't as stressful because I feel like that's my community and, and everything, but On Instagram, when you're live and you see people coming up and people are saying hi, you feel like you have to talk to them and say hi to them and thank them for being there. And all that does is distract you. And then I feel like it makes me kind of ramble. And I lose that core point and the core message sometimes. I mean, I come back to it, but it's not clear and concise. So someone watching it later is like, well, wait, why why is she saying hi to somebody? So I love that you recommend to do it off the platform and that's how I prefer to do it too. And then, so like with the stories, they're 15 seconds, right? Mm -hmm. So if you record a one minute video, then do you just break that down in that one shot, like you said, or do you post the whole thing at one time and then Instagram breaks it down and then you can put the captions and everything that you want to put on each one.
1: Yeah. I think right now Instagram will allow you to upload a one minute video to your stories and they'll automatically segment it into 15 second clips. So then you can go in there and add your text captions and your funny little gifts and whatever you want. If it's beyond one minute, then you can take it into, I think it's cut story. That's a great one. Cut story will automatically cut it into 15 second clips for Instagram hmm. where you would have to do it by oh, hand cool. in InShot, which I would not recommend that that would take you forever, but cut story will cut your video into 15 second clips for Instagram and it'll download all the different videos right to your phone and then you can upload them to Instagram stories.
0: Okay. I have two more questions. The first is DMS. <laughs> and I know that this drives you crazy too, but every single day I have DMS and they are just not even "Hi, How are you? Sometimes they are, but it's like, I can grow your Instagram account by 10,000 in two weeks or whatever ridiculous statistic they're throwing at delete. me. I just delete, <laughs> delete, 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 delete. Like what is the etiquette for DMs. And at what point after you've connected with someone, do you pop into DMs? And at what point after you've started popping into DMs and connecting with people, do you then start telling them about your products and services to sell to them?
1: So my protocol on DMs is I think the best way to start a one-on-one conversation is when you respond to someone's Instagram story. Because when you click comment on Instagram stories, it immediately creates a one-on-one conversation with that person. And I hope that you're commenting on either your story was totally entertaining. Thank you for that. I loved it. Talk about the value that you received from it. Maybe you learned something from it or maybe you related to it. Those are the three things that you should cover in that message. And that's all it is. You are giving your thanks to that person For creating that Instagram story, you're going to comment on their story. You never talk about yourself for the first time around ever. It's almost like if you were to stand in line at Target and comment on someone's sweater in front of you, would you then reach in your pocket and hand out your business card? No, it would be the weirdest, strangest, and the person would just look at you and go, okay, I'm out. That's what would happen in the DMs if you immediately started talking about yourself and your products and services. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be bombarded. We are bombarded with ads all the time. Everywhere you're at, when you're watching TV, when you're on your computer, when you're on Amazon, when you're on Facebook, we are constantly bombarded with ads. Don't become an ad. Don't look at that person as a product. Look at them as a person and you want to get to know them on a personal level, You wouldn't pitch your products and services to get to know them on a personal level. So start in the stories and just have those conversations go back and forth. I have never had to pitch somebody in my DMs. It was always someone coming back to me, asking me a question about Instagram, asking me about something. And I always say, hey, if you want more, come join my Facebook group. I have awesome women in there. I'm always doing, you know, videos. I'm always, you know, connecting with them. Now I have them in my Facebook group and I use my Facebook group to go live, do a training and then pitch my services at the end. Because most likely if they come to my Facebook group, they're going to see my freebie in my welcome post and then they're going to opt in for that freebie. So there's other ways to get people onto your list, into your tribe without being like gross and spammy.
0: Yeah, I love that. Those are great recommendations. And I love that you said your freebie, like your lead magnet, because I think that stories are a great place to do that. Like if you give a little tip and say, hey, just put the question thing up and say, hey, would you like to have, you know, more information and download my free PDF or whatever. And then they put their email back. And so then you've got their email address to them, you know, send them an email. They'll be on your email list, which is what? Something we own. It's our own platform that we always have a chance to communicate with people through. So, okay, I love that. Now, the last question, (laughs) because I know I've kept you a long time, but this is my last question. What is something you wish that you would have known sooner about Instagram and being on Instagram?
1: Go ahead and show up messy. Even if you think it's messy, your audience probably won't think it's messy. We have to start somewhere. I just got this question like a few weeks ago. I don't know how to start with Instagram reels. And my response was just start. Like when you do your first reel, it's not going to be good and you're not going to like it. And we can say the same thing about our first post on Instagram or our first story. I can go back to my Instagram reels and I look at it and go, wow, that was really bad. You have to start and you just have to start messy. I always thought that I had to have my brand perfect, my business perfect, and my brand message perfect before I started showing up on Instagram. But really, it's the opposite way. You have to start showing up to build the brand. You have to start showing up and making connections before you can build your business. You can't have the successful business before you show up. Same thing with Instagram. You can't have, you know, a perfect Instagram account if you don't start showing up. So just get messy, just get out there and just start posting and connecting with your ideal audience.
0: Oh, great, great, great tip. Allison, thank you so much for being here. I would love for you to share your Facebook group though, because you do put great tips and trainings in your Facebook group. So do for sure share that. And then please let the listeners know where else can they find you? How can they connect and learn more from you or even hire you to help them with their Instagram clarity and create a great personal brand on Instagram?
1: Absolutely. On Facebook, they can just search for social media for mompreneurs that's my group. And then my podcast, social media for mompreneurs. And then on Instagram, you can find me at Allison Scholes, And then my website is bossladyinsweatpants.com. Everything that you need, all my freebies, all my resources, my coaching, my online program. It's right there on my website. So yeah, I would love to connect with your audience. Thank you. And
0: your podcast is there as well, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Allison. I appreciate you being here. My gosh, everybody should be able to become experts on Instagram now. (laughs) Aw, thank you, Robin. (laughs) Have you joined the Brand Insider private Facebook group yet? If not, head on over to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups slash the Brand Marketing Insider, where we make branding fun. Every day we network and build community and genuine relationships and learn tips all about building a brand that stands out and makes an impact. I'd love to see you there. And I know everyone else in the group would love to learn from you and connect with you as well. So head on over there and join the Brand Marketing Insider Private Facebook group. And that's a wrap, friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review? That would mean the world to me. It will also help others find the podcast. I really look forward to getting to know my listeners. Will you please connect with me on Instagram? You can find me at the Robin Graham. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Robin Graham. And I invite you to join my private Facebook group, the Brand Marketing Insider. Please spread the word about the second day's podcast. Until next time, Remember to smile.